0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome to episode 31 of the Orange You Podcast, sponsored by Lean Feast. Lean Feast is your go-to place for eating clean, eating healthy, and making it quick. So if those three things are important to you, and you don't want to do any of the, the grocery shopping, any of the meal prepping, any of the creating the recipes and all that stuff, Then I highly recommend you guys go check them out. They will make your life a lot easier and help you reach your goals. All right. So, definitely over these next couple of weeks, as we get into December, life gets crazy, life gets hectic. It's real easy to kind of put the meal prep, the healthy eating to the side because we're so busy. But if your goals are to, you know, not allow that to happen and to stay consistent over the holidays, then. Let's get them in your corner helping you guys out. So go check them out, all right? Remember, you could always use the podcast promo code, which is OSPODCAST for 10% off your order online or in-store. So go check them out. So I'm really excited to bring you guys this episode. This is uh, another one of our, like, get-to-know-the-client type episodes. Um, You know, we have uh, Katie and Fabio Gertner on today who are almost three-year members of the Orange You Wanted Key location. Um, So... I wanted to get them on because they have just been such great examples of how consistency can pay off. Um, they started the gym in February 9th of 2019 and since then have been consistently in the gym three times a week. Um, now, you know, depending on if they're on vacation or they're sick or anything like that, but they've been consistently in the gym three times a week and those results have shown because of that. Um... They have pivoted. They have worked around injuries. They've worked through a pandemic, but they never stopped. They never threw their hands up and they've just just stuck through it. And um, you'll be able to hear them talk all about the results and the things they have seen because of that so i'm just really excited to introduce you guys to them um and i think you guys are gonna really be able to one maybe echo a lot of the things that they say or two maybe um you know hear how maybe some of the things they have done have really worked for them and maybe it's something that you maybe try to incorporate into um your your daily routine or your weekly routine so um with that i introduce you guys to katie and fabio gertner Hey, Katie and Fabio, welcome to the Orange Shoe Podcast. I know this has been something that Fabio has been uh, wanting to get on for a very long time. Um, <laughs> as he likes being the client of the month, he wants to be the face of the business, which here we go. He is now going to be all over <laughs> the media streams uh, to our you know 40 listeners a week. On the I'm going to go podcast. viral. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go viral. You're going viral here. This podcast is going to get millions of listens. I know it. I could just tell. Um, so I just wanted to say, welcome. You guys are current clients of Kelly and I's location in Wanaki. Um, and you guys, I wanted you guys to get you guys on the podcast because, you know, we like to really highlight, um, any client to be, you know, um, I don't want to say we pick and choose, but we like to highlight any client, but also clients that are really showing, um, like, traits that we want to see all clients have, right? That lead to really, really great results, such as your guys' consistency is like off the charts. You guys show up three times a week, every single week, unless you are sick, unless you're traveling for vacation, or if you have to cancel, you are, you you guys do a really great job of just automatically rebooking or saying, Hey Tom, can we come in Thursday instead of Friday? So consistency is off the charts. And because of that, you guys have seen some really cool results, which we'll get into um, in the podcast as well, because of the consistency. So with that, I'll have you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick. Just a quick little, uh, hi, my name is, and, um, and then we'll kind of go into, um, our first little question. So here we go. Let's have uh, Katie start.
1: My name is Katie and we have two kids and we live in Wanakee, Wisconsin.
2: <laughs> yeah. My name is Fabio and I like long walks on the beach <laughs> and, uh, there you go uh
0: yeah i don't know i teach accounting yeah numbers guy so if you guys have any questions about numbers he's the guy he's the one if i just tell him hey fabio what's this number plus this number he'll tell me it i'm gonna go, go viral really well. and then i'm gonna get all these emails will you please do my taxes yeah will you do- <laughs> what should i invest in yeah and you're a big guy with the, the ford stock on uh robin hood right that's what you highly I-
2: recommend Tom and I both own one share of Ford. <laughs> that's doubled in the
0: past, you know, four months. So, yep. And now they got the Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning coming out, the electric. So, I mean, it's onward and upward. You have one share of that, you'll be a millionaire in like are you Are you sponsored? Five thousand years. I think you need to be sponsored by Ford. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm. I'm gonna reach out. Yeah, reach out to Ford. <laughs> That'd be awesome if they sponsored me, the Orange Shoe podcast. And then they give me a free Ford Lightning truck to drive and everything. Orange with the Orange Shoe logo down the side. It'd be amazing. You have to or work out, something. work that out on every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll actually do the podcast while I drive the vehicle. That's, how, that's That'll be my recording studio is inside the Ford F-150 Lightning. So if Splendid you guys could see swallows. everyone <laughs> listening, uh, Fabio has such a great setup podcast. He has a way better podcast setup than I do, um, for podcasting. He has that little soundboard in which he clicked that made the sound. He also has a green screen, uh, behind them. It looks like they're currently sitting in their house right now that is on fire. Um, so they got <laughs> flames behind them with smoke above their head. And then there's a little picture on the wall that says, what does that say in the back? This is fine. This is fine. So yeah. everything around him, this is fine. Don't worry yeah. about the fire. I, I was a I was a DJ in high school. So yes, that is a little fact
2: to know about Fabio. Yeah. He was a, a DJ in yeah. high school. Yeah, KPGR, 88.1 FM, the voice of the Vikings.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, are you so going to start I, that back up?
2: I, I think it's still ongoing. I think I just got to go back and be like, all right, young
0: kids. <laughs> clear the booth. Some things. Yeah, the <laughs> professionals here. Mm-hmm. Watch this. All right, so here we go. So let's jump into our first question. And I like to kind of start off when I uh, talk with clients, is kind of talking about your journey before you found Orange you, right? Before you even knew we existed. Um, and kind of like, you know, each of you, you guys can, you know, answer this together or you can kind of talk about your individual journeys too. Um, of just kind of what did fitness look like before you guys found orange shoe and, um, you know, and, and what maybe were some of the obstacles that you guys were running into that maybe didn't lead to the consistency that you wanted or didn't lead to the results that you were looking for. Um, so yeah, just kind of, uh, elaborate on that. So let's start with Katie and then we'll go to Fabio and go from there.
1: Well, we, I guess to sum up our fitness journey together, it's been like, fall off the horse, get back on the horse, fall off the horse, get back on the horse. Pretty much for the like first 10 years of our marriage, we would try something and it would work for a couple of weeks and then it wouldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've tried, we've joined a bunch of different gyms. We've tried being members at a pool and swimming laps. And um, it, it was just really hard to stay consistent um, mm-hmm. And we just found that we'd be excited about it. And then we'd, we'd kind of just Peter off and, um, yeah, we've tried heavy lifting. We tried heavy cardio. We tried doing it at home, setting up a home gym. Um, and yeah, we try, I think, I feel like we've tried almost everything and just, you know, like, like I said, it works for about two to four months and then it Peters
0: off yeah you fall back off the horse it hurts for a while (laughs) yeah yeah what what
2: Tom I think hasn't said yet is that I hate working out (laughs) so much. (laughs) It's like my least favorite thing ever. But I know I need to do it. And so I'm like okay I'm gonna do it. And we found out that the best times like the, the times we've things have our working out has worked out the best is when we do it together.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: even before, right? Uh, Even Mm -hmm. before we joined Orange Shoe. Um, And so, uh, but we were still even having figured that out. I I feel like we were more consistent when we tried to do it together. But even then we weren't super consistent.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's always the tough thing. It's like, you know, everybody needs, you know, sometimes you need an accountability partner. Some people are really good at doing it by themselves. And I think one of the big things that a lot of people struggle with before they maybe find a routine and stuff is, you know, because there are so many different things out there. You could, you know, do stuff at home, you could do video options, you could take group classes, you could swim, you could bike, you could run. There are so many options that it does take a little exploration to figure out kind of what works best for me and what is what's gonna allow me to stay consistent and something that I could see myself doing long term. And I think one of the big things is, you know, a lot of times is we're not informed in how to take care of ourselves at a young age right We get taught history and math and science and all this stuff and but we never really get taught how to like take care of ourselves when it comes to going to a gym, how to utilize the equipment, how to utilize the facility, how to program a workout for myself, how to work around injuries um, and what's actually important to make sure that this stays, something that you could see yourself doing long-term. And so do you guys feel like that was something that was also kind of a limiting factor too, was just, you know, you might go to like a 24 hour gym, but you just necessarily wouldn't really even know what to do. And because of that, you got, you got really bored really quickly, um, or you just got tired of riding the treadmill or the bike. So do you feel like that's kind of something that you think some people kind of struggle with as well? And that you maybe struggled with.
1: Absolutely. I know that was definitely the case for me. I felt kind of like this emotional overwhelm of, am I even doing this right? Like mm-hmm. I'm investing all of this energy into working out, but as it like, am I using the machine right? Am I lifting safely? Is my form going to injure me? Am I, you know, am I working too hard? Am I working, am I not working hard enough? I never really knew because like you said, I never, I, I was never taught that. And um, you know, I went to school for math, right? And so I didn't have the education or the knowledge set to, to know what a good workout even was. Mm -hmm. And so I knew it was something I should do, but I didn't know if I was successfully executing or not. And then to get to that level of knowledge was so emotionally overwhelming.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Not just because there's conflicting ideas, but it takes so much research and so much effort to know what is right. I mean, you went to school for years for just that. And we mm-hmm. just don't have that knowledge base. And so it was really discouraging to feel like even when we were spending all this money and investing all of this energy and time doing what we knew we should do, was it even paying off or, or were we doing harm more harm than good? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Katie, I feel like the, the notion of not having to think about thinking about workouts is like the thing that, that that's her big game changer, right?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, i feel like for me it's someone who expects me to be there all the time and now i have two people that expect me to be there right (laughs) so katie expects me to be there because you know working out by ourselves isn't as much fun and then (laughs) there's always a trainer right that's expecting me to be there and so Mm. i feel like between the accountability for me and the the thoughtful planning (laughs) out of workouts for katie that's Uh. even though like they're they're different things. It's, it's what we as
0: a couple need. Mm-hmm. And what I love to like, you know, with you about you, Fabio, is that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that just hate working out just like you, right? So much. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing is the word, but I love that you at least have the understanding of like, it's something that I do need though. Like you, you have that understanding of like, I hate it. But it is definitely something that is, is I do need it. And then because you value that and you know that it is important, you still find ways in order to keep yourself accountable and do it. And that's really important, right? And I know you guys, you know, you say you have, you know, Katie to keep you accountable. You have me to keep you accountable. But you also think about, you got Ben and John to keep you accountable right? Two little boys that are a ton of energy that want to play and run around with their parents forever, right? And want to do all these active things with their parents and lead by example of being, you know, parents that value taking care of themselves as well. And, you know, our, you know, and not, I mean, not a parent, but, you know, I've heard a lot of parents say, you know, our kids do as we, you know, do as we do not necessarily as do as we say, you know, we can tell somebody to do something, but if they don't see us doing it, They're like, well, my parents don't do it. Why would I do that? So I think, you know, it's also that importance of just being great role models for John and Ben to the point where now they're in the gym with you guys sometimes when you guys have to bring them to the point where you guys bought them personal training sessions because they (laughs) wanted to do it for Christmas one year. They They got to see you. Yeah, they got to see you guys work out. And now think about the lasting implications that has on seeing their parents show up to the gym and they know that's a part of your guys' routine. And next thing you know, they're next to you guys doing the burpees, you know they're doing box jumps, and I made them you know do an obstacle course. where they were really excited about learning with what mom and dad are doing at the gym? Like yeah. that is huge.
1: Yeah, and Ben, our our youngest one, for his birthday, then he wanted a, a box for box jumps. <laughs> That's what he asked for for his it's birthday. Still in his room. <laughs> it is still in his room.
2: And it's the most played toy he has. It's
1: the most played with toy in our house. And when friends come over, they want to do it too. Like it's yeah. so, it's so funny. So, yeah, it's been really good for us to, and, and I have to say that is another thing that has been really great about orange shoe specifically is I remember when I first did my consult with Kelly and I was like, well, I have these two little boys and, you know, like, I'm not always going to be able to like have a place to, I don't, you know, how's that going to work? And she's like, just bring them, let them sit on the side and watch you work out. It's totally fine, whatever. And there's this attitude At Orange Shoe with all of the trainers, I feel like, which is, we want to make it work, whatever Mm. we have to do to make it work. Um, And there's this very generous mentality, which is like, you know, like, oh, you had a conflict come up last second. Well, let me see if I can fit you in later in the day. Or, oh, you your kids have to don't have school today bring them and let them sit on the side and watch you. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like if there's no one else, you know, they can do the burpees and and have fun with you. So Mm -hmm. there's this attitude of like, with all of the trainers is like, we want to make it work. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to not work out. Mm -hmm. And I, that has meant a lot to me because there Mm -hmm. are times in other situations where I've been chasing fitness and there's all these reasons not to, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a reason it won't work. For, you know, and there's hundreds of them as you know, Mm -hmm. but I do feel like it's a different culture at orange shoe, which is like, we we're going to make it work, whatever Mm -hmm. we have to do to make it work is Mm -hmm. fine you know we'll
0: yeah, life is messy right we all know that like they, we all want to try to be perfect and and schedule out our, our 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 workouts and our life on this very regimented perfect schedule and sometimes it just doesn't work out like that i mean we all experienced that what 2 years ago when covid rocked the world and we all yeah. had to completely like reevaluate our lives and our schedules and how we did things you know and we're still having to pivot today with just you know with the whole idea of just mask wearing and things like that so there's yeah. just been a lot of change and we understand that life is messy, but we know that the best results come with consistency, right? And if we're not working out, we're not going to get that consistency. And we're not exposing our body enough to certain stimuluses and we're, we're not going to, you know, get those results that we're looking for. And, um, and then we understand that. And so that's why we're willing to, you know, like, you know, be able to be flexible when it comes to people's schedule, because, we want you in the gym because we know if you guys are in the gym, you're getting results. And when you guys are getting results, like you're happy and, and everything is like when we're happy too. like, we're, we're, you know, sticking to our promise of making sure that we're, we're challenging you guys and getting results to all our clients. Um, So that's, that's really important to us. Um, So, yeah, so you guys had all those obstacles and those things you guys are running into um, before you guys um, kind of found orange shoe. And then you guys, had, you had your consult with Kelly and she kind of broke down some of those barriers and, and talked about, you know, what, you know, expectations were and how we did things at orange shoe. And then you guys started working out and you guys just said, Hey, we want to be here three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we locked you in at like eight 30. And you guys from there, now you guys are closing in on 400 sessions at the gym. Um, you're coming up on your three-year team. anniversary in February, yeah. February 9th of 2019 was your first workout. Um, and so you guys are coming up on that, uh, three-year anniversary and, holy smokes, there's been a lot of changes you both both have, both have seen. Um, there has been a pandemic in the middle of that, which had uh, uprooted a lot of people's fitness journeys, but you guys stuck to it and we just pivoted right to your guys' basement on Zoom. So you guys have been through a lot, right? Job changes, um, Fabio's crazy schedule in the fall. You know, So there's just a lot of things, but we've pivoted, we've moved, we switched, and you guys just still kept up with that awesome consistency. So With that, so since like day one workout, you know, kind of talk about some of those early sessions and kind of what stuck out out to you guys about like those earlier sessions and working out and what were some of the things that you initially found that you're like, wow, this is different. And this is definitely something that is exciting. And I look forward to coming to each one of my sessions. Oh, so I remember a
2: consult and Kelly was like, here, do these very basic things. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) no problem. I can do this. And like after the consult,
1: you were so sore. <laughs>
2: I was so sore, <laughs> and it was like, I mean, I wasn't. I I had been working out every yeah. once in a while, but I, but I thought like I, it shouldn't be this hard for me to move. <laughs> Do like these basic movements, yeah. right? Like yeah, were,
1: uh, it was pretty eye opening for both of us. Yeah, and um, we we started with orange shoe because we had booked a trip to costa rica with friends
0: oh that's right yeah
1: and we were like we want to look amazing on the beach with our friends (laughs) so we're going to just go to orange shoe for these few months and we'll hit it really hard and then we'll look amazing and then we'll probably fall off the horse again (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of what we thought would happen um but what we found was that we um Well, for me, I was surprised by the ways that I found I saw results first and it wasn't in the mirror. It Mm -hmm. was um, going up the stairs was I just like bound up the stairs so much better, like so much more smoothly. And I'd bend over to tie my shoes more easily. And, you know, if it was raining outside and I needed to run to the car through the parking lot, I would run faster. And more comfortably, you know, and that my, my body moved better Mm -hmm. and I had more energy, which was really surprising for me because I hadn't ever experienced that with starting a new workout routine before, Mm -hmm. um, that like all of a sudden my mobility was way better in, and my flexibility and my comfort. And the way I moved was I healthier. I knew it was, I could feel it in my body. Mm -hmm. And, and so we, We, why we came was to look hot on the beach (laughs) and why we stayed. That's
0: a good goal too. I always say everyone wants to, everyone wants to look better naked. I mean, we boil down to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, And, but why we stay is because we are so much healthier. Mm. Our bodies are just, we move better. We have more energy. It's easier to get up off the floor. It's easier to, I, I mean, I it sounds cheesy, but I feel younger. My body is younger because Mm -hmm. we're consistently in the gym doing the right workout.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You asked about the earlier sessions. You remember about my box? Remember my box? (laughs) Oh yeah. So I would work out (laughs) and not do all that much, but like, I would just be gassed. And I would just like plot myself on one of the boxes. And I would just like, be there in the fetal position. I <laughs> mean, <No. laughs> like, I'm so tired. This is so hard. And, like, so I feel like the first month or two were definitely harder um,
0: getting, I don't know, my body sort of I don't know, in shape and conditioning yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know too, Fabio, you came in with, you know, previous injuries, like a, a back injury, I right? Did. And, yeah, and was that surgery. something? Yeah. You had back surgery um, and you, you know something that you've dealt with, and something that is scary. And you sometimes, you know, when people have back surgeries, they think that now because of that they can't work out the rest of their lives. I can't I do X, Y, sure. and Z. Yeah, that I would never
2: be able to do a squat or a deadlift again. I exactly. I was
0: done. Yeah, I'm and that's a lot of. And like... a lot of people fall into that where they're like, "Well, my life's over. I had this back surgery. I can't work out anymore. It looks like I'm just going to gain weight the rest of my life." It it is what it is, and you know that is just not the case. And so. I know Katie too, um, you didn't come in necessarily with any specific injuries, but you, you know, experienced injuries, you know, you fell off Uh a hoverboard, right. And, (laughs) and during, uh, during COVID and jacked up your elbow for a little bit there. And, Uh but, you know, and and, and so a lot of times when people get injuries, they tend to think that I just have to stop working out, pause my account. I've had this injury. I can't do anything. I'll see you in six months when it gets better. And, you know, so Fabio, go ahead and talk about, you know, some of the ways in which now because of your consistency, because of working out and some of the ways that we were able to pivot around that back, um, to help develop that confidence that, Whoa, I can do this stuff. It just may look differently, or I'm not going to be able to go as heavy, but I can do it. And then because I do it, it actually makes me feel better. So kind of talk about that back injury and now, you know, and, and what that had, you know, that training and getting back into a routine with strength training and stuff really kind of helped with that.
3: Ooh, it's
2: a big question. Um, I, yeah, I didn't have a lot of confidence that I'd be able to do a lot Mm -hmm. of movement. And I think the first step was like, well, just try something light and then see how you feel. Um, And the other thing that was really helpful is I was supposed to do a lot of stretching after my surgery. Mm -hmm. And I was really bad at doing stretching after (laughs) my surgery. And one of uh, one of the things that we did right is uh, you built in stretching as part of my session. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we're, you know, last five minutes, I'm gonna make you stretch, and
0: uh, that reduced my pain, and that made it easier to work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you, and then you guys got so good at it. So we like after the end of the session or sometimes the session would bump up all the way up to the end of your guys' time. Cause we wanted to get a good workout in, but you guys would hang out for five, 10 minutes after the gym, find us, you know, find a chunk of real estate somewhere, sit down and you guys would pull your phones out and hit those stretches yourself. And, and to into the point where Fabio, you're getting up to, you know, one or two minutes holding some of these stretches where with a nice, perfectly straight leg, as before the leg would be bent, you would be in pain. You could only hold it for 20, 30 seconds. And then we could see that kind of start to tick in your head. Of like, whoa, yeah. like I'm holding it for so much longer. I feel so much better. Look how much higher I can get my leg in a hamstring stretch. And then you, it really kind of started all to click and it all started like, oh, there is something to this stretching thing, you know, uh, and the, that was huge. Yeah,
2: the other thing was, uh, I, I feel like all the trainers were very respectful and listened. And when I said, no, this hurts, they're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Uh it was never like, no, like you gotta do this. There wasn't mm-hmm. there wasn't any <laughs> sort of like getting me to push to a point where I didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I say the they, well, they
1: always every trainer has always had a modification in their back pocket ready to go. Um mm-hmm. so when I so for example, when I broke my elbow and my wrist, I broke both and I was like, that's it, I'm out for you know months. And And I remember talking to you and you were like, you don't need to be out for months. We'll work around your injury. And so then it was just that, you know, the doctor said, like, don't do any physical activity for two weeks to let your body kind of start to get the blood flowing again. And then after I got the go-ahead to do to exercise again, you're like, we're gonna work your right arm. Your left arm's gonna sit in the sling and your right arm's gonna work. And you know, that your body is gonna know that you're, it's going to recover faster. And I was so skeptical. I was like, (laughs) that's dumb. (laughs) That's some voodoo
0: training stuff. Yeah.
1: That sounds made up, but I, but we did it and it was absolutely the case. And, you know, as I, you know, that, that recovery, I would have never gone back to doing arm workouts again, if I hadn't Mm -hmm. have had a trainer helping Mm me ease into um, using that arm again. Um, and I know, I know my mobility would have been way more limited. I would have just been too scared on my own, mm-hmm. but because I had a trainer who was so knowledgeable and so supportive and so compassionate that we collaborated, um, to, to in that recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember there was one time where I was rowing on the rowing machine and I was like, it hurts every time I pull, it hurts that elbow. I don't think I can row today. like, okay, we'll just try moving your elbows to right next to your body instead of out and just try to, you know, like make the movement in a different way. And if that still hurts, we'll stop. And I changed the, I changed the angle of my elbow and it didn't hurt at all, you know, and I, I would have never known to change the Mm -hmm. angle of my elbow, but you guys were there every step of the way, helping me to do as much as I could while that arm injury recovered. And, you know, to the point that now I, I can't, I can't believe I'm doing pull-ups and, you know, like push-ups and all of these things that with a broken, I mean, my whole arm was jacked. I had a broken elbow and a broken wrist. I would never would have thought that I could be able to do those things again, but,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: I am mm-hmm. and I'm stronger. And I, that's amazing to me mm-hmm. because I never, I, I again, I would have never worked that arm again. I would have been mm-hmm. too scared.
0: Yeah. We were just so glad to that you're so you you guys are both been so open to just being like, okay, yeah, let's give it a shot. You've never been like, no, my doctor said, no, let's just not do anything at all. You guys have just been very open. And, you know, we run into that a lot with, you know, when, when somebody has a a back injury or something like that, and they're like, I need to be out of the gym for like four weeks. My, I hurt my back. I just need. We're like, no, 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 please come in. Like we can work around that. Like, you know, and I always tell people motion is lotion, right? If we, Mm -hmm. you know, our, our go-to thing is when we get hurt, we stop doing everything we just, we stop, we stop moving our bodies. We sit on the couch and we just wait for like, a, you know, the, the magic lightning bolt to strike us and be like, Oh, it doesn't hurt anymore. Let's go. And, uh-huh. you know, we can't go those three, four, five, six weeks of doing nothing. You know, when we could just pivot, I, I think we told you, it's like, all right, your elbows broke, but is your legs broke? And yeah. you're like, yeah. Oh no, like, here we go. Let's squat. Let's lunge. Yeah. Let's do core. Like we have that other arm we could run in place, you know? And so yeah. it was just kind of like you know, bringing that to your attention. I'm like, oh, you're right. Like I'm not in a full body cast. It's just my left elbow is in a sling. And so just being able to pivot and just understand like, you know what, I'm still a very capable human being. And guess what? Like my kids, I still need to tend to my kids. I still need to do things around the house. And so, yeah, I can't let this elbow be, you know, limiting factor to where I do nothing.
1: Yeah. And, and I think I could have the confidence to trust you guys because First of all, because we built that relationship, of course, but because I knew that if I told you, no, this feels, this hurts, this, this feels wrong. That's Mm -hmm. the end. There wouldn't, that would be the end of the conversation. And you guys, everyone, every trainer is like this. Okay, great. We'll do something else. We'll pivot. We'll figure Mm -hmm. something else out. Um, There's never, like Fabio said, there's never an expectation to like, I'm never worried about re-injuring myself because I feel Mm -hmm. like you guys are more worried about me re-injuring myself than I am. You Mm -hmm. like, that's, you know, and so I never, I know that your programming won't ever injure me. And, you know, Kelly's been really good about like helping us know like, okay, well, what at what threshold of pain, like what's, what's normal, what to work through and what to like stop and say, your body's telling you that your body's telling you that's not going to work today. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that because again, we don't know, we don't have any training and so we've really leaned hard on the expertise of the trainers to our benefit. Um, mm-hmm. we're, way, we're way better off. And yeah. I, I love experts. I always, I'm always <laughs> like, if I can find an expert to tell me, then that's like one yeah. thing off my shoulder that I don't have to worry about.
0: Mm-hmm. And you brought up a great point, right? Is that kind of scale of one to 10? Like, do you always walk around and it's a two? Or is this like excruciating? I'm crying on the ground nine, you know, yeah. and, and just like allowing that person to kind of think about that. They're like, no, it's like a two. And you are like, okay, we could work with two, two is, you know, you might, you you may experience a two for the rest of your life. And as long as that number, if you use it, and it's a two, and then you wake up tomorrow, and it's still the two. Awesome, we're good to go. But if you wake up yeah. tomorrow and that two went to a nine, all right. Something we did flared it up. And now we're gonna stay away. And, and I always say fitness is we can't see the muscles. We can't get in there. We're not cutting you open. And um, and so a lot of times fitness is just a little bit of trial and error. And like you said, yeah. if you build that trust with your trainer. Um, and ask those questions, you're going to be more willing to like, yeah, let's try it. If it hurts tomorrow, we're always like, yeah, if it hurts more tomorrow, just shoot us an email. Let us know that like that really flared it up and we'll pivot and we'll stay away from that. But we got to be able to uh, try things. And then next thing you know, you try it, it works and you're good to go. And so, yeah, that was, that, that was really good. And Kelly does a really good job of, you know, I like that scale that she uses to, to gauge that because that's, that's really important. So, Now let's go ahead and talk about some of your guys' fun accomplishments, right? Like I know you guys have each lost some really good weights. You guys have gotten stronger. Katie, you just back squatted your body weight for sets of three by like five rounds the other day, 115 pounds. Um, Some of these things that, you know, in the beginning, if I would have told you that um, day one, when you walked in the gym, you'd been like, no way. Like that seems crazy. I'm going to have 115 (laughs) pounds on my back and I'm going to do it for sets of three multiple times. Like yeah, right. Insane. Get out of here, Tom. We're never coming back to orange again. He's just telling me a bunch (laughs) of lies. Um, so let's kind of talk about some of those things that, um, you guys have, you, some of those awesome accomplishments that you guys have, um, and milestones that you've reached. Uh,
1: yeah, well, first we can talk about the weight loss. Um, Mm -hmm. we, I mean, you know, abs are cooked in the kitchen and Mm -hmm. so we've really, you know, I think a lot of that weight loss was um, in the kitchen, mm-hmm. we, and we really just like were really conscientious about what we ate. But we were always um, grateful that the trainers were right there with us, you know, like mm-hmm. following up on our goals. And even if it wasn't an in the gym goal, if it was our body, you guys are interested, and mm-hmm. um, and so like that, that accountability was still there, and it was fun to you know have you guys cheer us on and to still work out even when we were you know in a calorie deficit and our workouts looked different because you guys knew that our goal was to lose some weight and so it was a little you know it was just a different kind of workout because we were in calorie deficit and then to be able to because we had been consistent throughout that time when we were losing weight when we were done and we had hit our goals we just were able to like pivot right back into working out hard and building muscle. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was amazing to me and really, really fun to see how quickly my body could go back into full active hitting it hard at the gym mode because I had been consistent mm-hmm. through, through everything, right? Like through, even though things had changed, um, I was still, I was, my body was ready to pivot into hitting it hard and yeah. So now we've been focusing more on, um, muscle growth and building muscle. And yeah, I'm so, I was so proud. I called Fabio after I did that back squat and I was like, you won't believe what I just did. Yeah. My <laughs> back squat, my body weight. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's to feel that strong is amazing. I'm the strongest. Ever. I mean, I'm 30, am I 36 or 30? I'm 37 <laughs> and <laughs> I'm 37 and I'm the strongest I've ever been in my whole life. And I didn't, I didn't think that I would peak in my late thirties. Right. Or like mm-hmm. I would be peaking or still growing and improving in my health. I thought by this time being middle-aged, I would start to wind it d- down and get less mm-hmm. strong. Um, so that was, it's really fun to feel, to feel strong. feels amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Fabio? I know you, you experienced some, you guys, did this together, which is awesome. You guys do everything together, which is really cool. <laughs> um, so you guys did the you guys went on the, the weight loss journey and calorie calorie deficit. And yeah, just kind of hit on that, right? Like you guys really put the focus on, right. Understanding that weight loss, you, we our, our caloric burn needs to go up and our caloric intake needs to go down. Right. And then, and then we put ourselves in a caloric deficit. Our body has no way of, you know, building up calories. So we're no, there's no way to add weight, but understanding that when we're in a caloric deficit and depending on how much of a caloric deficit we're in, we may not have the same amount of energy as we did when we were eating, you know, a caloric maintenance or a caloric surplus. And so with that, we understood that you guys are going to probably come in with a little bit less energy, the workouts, we couldn't hit them as intense. And so you're right. We had to pivot a little bit at what your guys' training looked like to support your energy levels and kind of where you guys are at. Um, and so Fabio, you, so I think, what is it? You lost 35 pounds, 40 pounds, I think total. 40. Yeah. yeah. And that's huge. And Katie, what was yours? What was your total number?
1: I lost 30. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So awesome weight loss, right? You guys have seen it with the in-body scanner, which is coming back to the gym here soon, which I think will be really hey. cool to see your guys' lean muscle mass. Now where it was yeah. after the caloric that deficit. To now where You're going to bring it right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We get it like December 1st, we get it back in the gym. So yeah, we might have to wait till like middle, middle of December to weigh people uh, right. just so you don't have that, um, uh, have, the, <laughs> have the Thanksgiving fluff, right? Um, so yeah, Javier, what are some of the things that you've noticed with you and your body, um, and some of the results you have seen just for the consistency of just like strength training and, um, things like that? Uh, yeah, so I,
2: I've done strength, strength training before, and I've done cardio before one or the other, right. Um, and I feel like now I get a mix and to me, um, when I'm more balanced, I, I've been injured less, and to me, the my biggest accomplishment I feel like is just having less back pain. Yeah. And uh, before, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have back pain. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, know how I, I complain about things. How often do I <laughs> complain about back pain?
1: So much less. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's so much better.
2: Katie appreciates this so much. <laughs>
0: otherwise, I'm just complaining to Katie. That should be like oh, a probably review probably on our Google. About something else. That should be like got review on Google. Thanks to orange shoe. My, my husband doesn't complain as much about his yeah. back pain. <laughs> yeah. They would be very accurate. Uh, they would be very <laughs> And that was a great yeah. too, too. you know, like I remember when you first joined Bobby, you didn't come in with these like crazy all, like, I want to be a bodybuilder. I want to bench 300 pounds, or I want to deadlift no. double body weight. No. You were just like, you came in very clear. And it's like, you know, I just want to know that I'm moving my body consistently. You know, yeah. I don't have any crazy, I'm not an aesthetic person where I need to have huge biceps or I don't want to, you know, I'm not numbers driven where I need to deadlift or back squat a certain number in order to you feel like- that. I'm, And all the listeners are going to think I don't have huge biceps, which <laughs> yeah. I, tol- I totally do.
3: Just
1: if you're listening- You can't see them, but they're there. Yeah,
2: they're, they're massive, yes. I,
0: I, I've I, been wanting to buy a shirt that says, I flexed and my sleeves fell off for Fabio, like a, like a tank top that he could wear. Yeah.
3: So I, that, was, a, no, you, that I, was-
2: my my goals were like- were, Pretty general. It was like, I, I'd like to work out and be able to move well. And I'd like
0: to generally look like a person who uh,
2: just doesn't sit on the couch all day.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. And that's, I think, as I always tell a lot of people too, like your goals don't have to be anything really crazy when you start to work out. Um, and you definitely don't have to necessarily, I think sometimes people feel like they get stuck or pigeonholed into like what they need to tell their trainer. It's like, every time you join a gym, it's probably because you're joining for weight loss. And I was like, no, it doesn't always have to be about weight loss. Like find what's important to you. And, and for some people that is a specific number on a specific movement, or I want to be able to do a body weight pull up, or I want to be able to do a workout in X amount of time, or I want to run one mile without stopping. And those are all really great. But sometimes if that, if those numbers or those goals don't align with you, and sometimes just the kind of like taking the Fabio approach, I'll call it, is just being like, Ooh, I want yeah, to, yeah, exactly the Fabio approach, the Fabio method. You came up with it, but it's my name. Who, who's there we gonna, go. Who's going to get the rights on this? We'll go 50-50. Okay. And with that, just being like, you know what? I just want to be consistent. I want to master the art of showing up. And I want to show up three times a week at Orange Shoe. And that is my goal. My goal is to master the art of showing up and just moving my body. And whether that's hundred percent that day, or maybe that day I'm a little bit tired, but my hundred percent is really like a true 80. And in just being able to understand that, hey, something is better than nothing. And consistency is key. And I think you guys have mastered those two phrases. And um, then and, and that's been what has led to you guys seeing the results and, and your consistency with working out. Um, so let's also now, we'll, we'll kind of pivot and talk a little bit about, um, you know, just the, like the, like the idea of, I know some people, who, obviously most people that listen to this podcast are already a part of the Orange Shoe organization or they're already members. Um, but sometimes we get some people that listen to this that are not, or people that are kind of like sitting on the fence of like, do I join Orange Shoe? Should I? Um, but I know the monetary investment is a little bit higher than most gyms. And um, I know sometimes that's a little it it shies people away. They don't know if it's gonna be worth it. Um, they don't know if they should do it. Um, because yeah, there are a lot of gyms where yeah, you can pay $10 a month and get access to the facility. Um, but that doesn't come with anything else, right? You still have to figure out your workout. You still have to know if you're doing things right, you still actually have to show up yourself and drive yourself there. You don't have that accountability. So What do you say to people who like, you know, are looking at, you know, the the pricing and being like, man, I I don't know if I could do that. Is that worth it? What would you say to somebody who has kind of questions like that? Uh,
1: I, the number one thing I say is, um, the benefit of personal training is that it's personal. Mm -hmm. So whenever my friends ask me like, Oh, how do you like orange shoe? What do you think? I'm like, "It's, it's personal training. It's really personal. You're working out. There's a, there's, you know, at most two other workouts going on at the same time as you with other trainers. Um, so there's not, you know, you're not there to see and be seen. It's personal. It's about you. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and it's about your goals. Like you were saying earlier, Tom, and it's about your body. And that is the value added of a gym, like orange shoe is it's, it's customized, it's personal, it's geared towards you. And I think I mentioned this at the beginning, but it's that personalization um, is creates a mindset of we'll make it work, which has for me made me much more consistent and made it so I have been able to stay doing the same routine of three times a week, every week for almost three years, which again, the most consistent Fabio and I had ever been before was like four months. Mm -hmm. that was like when we were really amazing and we were so proud we hit four months and now we're (laughs) three years and the difference is the personalization and the attitude of like we'll make it work and because you have an attitude you know the trainers at orange you have an attitude of we'll make it work that helps me have a mental attitude of well i'll make it work and so if i can't come in on friday well we'll just switch to thursday it's not a big deal and um and this um, idea of having a partnership with a small group of people, these trainers, you know, it's just a handful of people that know you so well and know your body and they're programming, th- not the same thing for every person that they're going to see that week. They're programming something for your body and your goals. You don't have to think about the gym. You don't have to plan anything. It takes, you know, like the mental relief of knowing that what I'm doing is well thought through. It's prepared by people who are very knowledgeable, who know my, not just in the field, in the industry, but knowledgeable about me and my body and my goals. And they can combine all of that knowledge and they spend the time to program something and plan something, all I have to do is show up. And then I see results. Like Mm -hmm. the only thing that's on me is just to show up. And you guys do everything else. And then I know I'll get results and I've, I've seen them. And the results are a long, you know, like fitness is a long game. Longer than I ever realized. I, you know, I was like, I knew fitness is a long game, like six months, but it's like three <laughs> years, right? Like I didn't, know it was like years. I thought it was like long game months. Um, but those, that assurance that the results will come. My only job is to show up. That's worth a lot of money to me.
2: Yeah. I think... As helpful as the entire team is, um, I—it's not like you're all magicians or anything else, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I really wanted to, and spend all the time and you know do all the research, I'm sure if I really wanted to, I maybe could. I feel like, to me, sometimes I think like I should be able to do this, (laughs) but I'm 36 years old and I haven't done it. Well when I started. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. I'm a young looking 39 year old for all of the listeners. Uh (laughs) so but like I haven't done it, right? So would you rather yeah, you can like not do it or tell yourself you're gonna do it, but at some point in time you have to think about like, have I done this? And if I haven't done this, why have I not have I not done this? So Mm -hmm. would I rather pay the money and do it and not pay the money and not do it. And mm-hmm. paying the money is worthwhile.
3: It's,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely, it's absolutely worth it for us. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And when Fabio was furloughed, you know, like at, during COVID, everybody had to like look at their budget and make mm-hmm. choices. And that was like one of the last things on our cut list because we didn't know how deep the cuts would go when they were talking about furloughs at the university. Yeah. And so we were looking at our budget and we were like, if we can help it, not orange you, like if we, you know, like that's on the bottom of the cut list,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, cause we know how, um, we know we won't do it on our own mm-hmm. experience. We've tried that. We've yeah. tried it. We tried it for 10 years and yeah. mm-hmm. we were good at little spurts, but the sustained effort that you need to be consistently healthy. We just, we just knew we wouldn't do.
3: Yeah. hmm
2: I'm sure there are people out there who just love working out so much and they'll do it on their own. And that's not me. And my guess is a lot of people out there. And so if there's someone who out there who's like, should I, should I do it? Should I not? I'd say like, try it for a month or two. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, it's an investment, but Mm -hmm. it's not, you're not signing up your entire life, right? Oh, that was the other thing. I didn't have to sign off my entire life to join Orange Show. Yeah. Right? Lifetime like, membership. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like, it was like, yeah, you can absolutely try this for a month. You can try this for two months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, I'll, I'll try anything for a month
0: or two. Yeah. Exactly. And that's it. I was to say, you never know until you try it. And that's like anything in life, like never poo-poo on something until you actually give it a, a good shot. Like yeah. you could put a real honest effort into something. Um, that's when you can really actually figure out if it's something that you could see yourself doing long-term or if it's worth it to you or you value it. Um, so yeah, and that's, that's, you know, you guys hit on a lot there of like a lot of the struggles that a lot of people kind of have with the investment side of things. And, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, we have to kind of explain this to people as well. It's like, you know, what am I exactly paying for? Why is this so much more than the the planet fitness or the anytime fitness or whatever? And, and I go, you know, every gym kind of serves a, a specific person, right? And so somebody like Fabio said is somebody who's very motivated or is very like, I can do this by myself. I don't need anybody. I know what I'm doing. I, I'll drive myself to the gym. I'll work out. Perfect. Yeah. You're going to save yourself a lot of money if you're that way, um, going to a gym that's $10 a month. Um, but then for people that are, you know, you don't, you don't know is you're also, you need that accountability, right? You need that accountability yes. of showing up. You need that expertise. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I always say, you know, sometimes the phrase, of you got to put your money where your mouth is. And sometimes, like if you know that you're not going to work out, sometimes you know that if I spent you know X amount of dollars for this personal training session, and if I don't show up to it, I have to eat that money. And yeah. sometimes that's just enough to motivate somebody to get out of their couch, to get in their car and drive, you know, and being like, and then once they finish their workout, they're like, oh, I'm so glad I came, you know. Yeah. And sometimes we do need to find ways to motivate ourselves, and sometimes money is motivation. Um, but I also sometimes tell people. Um, you're also not, you're not only paying for the time. You're not paying for that time slot, that 30 minutes or that hour you're at the gym. You're also paying for that person's expertise. And Katie, you hit on this earlier. It's like, it's really important to know that the person you're working with is knowledgeable and what we're doing. Um, you're paying for that person's knowledge. You're paying for that, per- not only that person's time, but their knowledge, their expertise, their their ability to pivot, their ability to understand injuries and body um, and knowing what's going to work, what's not going to work. So then you could be confident in knowing that what I'm doing is, is safe for me and it's customized and programmed for my goals and my limitations and injuries and whatnot. So um, and that
2: expertise I, is like, it takes time. It takes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know. It's
0: not. You
2: don't get that, right? And like mm-hmm. looking up some websites, and you know, for a week, right? <laughs> like, there's there's a lot yeah. of deep knowledge uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that you're paying for. And I mm-hmm. and
1: I will say, um, I've had personal trainers before um, that were not at the same caliber. They, you know, it was just like someone that like got a certification somewhere or something, which it I mean, wasn't bad but I didn't have that same confidence that like they were going to protect my body and I wasn't going to get injured. If I listened to them, it was more like, well, (laughs) you know, I, you know, it's so, I feel like the caliber of trainers at Orange shoe is, is a, a, a much higher caliber than you would Mm -hmm. find at, you know, like, I don't know, maybe a cheaper place, you know, like some gyms have Mm -hmm. like a personal trainer on, on staff that you can, have for one session or something. And it's not the same. It's not the same caliber by any, by any means.
0: Yeah. And that's what I've talked about in the fitness industry. Kind of one of my big um kind of like one of the black eyes in the industry is that there is no licensing or there is no yep. like you have to be um like a doctor, right? They can't just become a doctor. You can't walk in, fill an application and be like, all right, I'm gonna start cutting people open to work. and working. Like they have a very regimented <laughs> school program they have to go to, they have to be licensed, they have continued education. Yeah in the fitness industry, it is true. Like anybody could open a gym, like you and Fabio can go open a gym and call it Katie and Fabio personal training, um, yeah. which I would become a member instantly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the workouts that Fabio would program for me. Um, and, oh, <laughs> and you and won't so, get results,
1: but you also won't sweat <laughs> so they, Yeah, eat
0: that pizza. <laughs> You're going to have a hell of a great time. We're going to laugh. We're going to have a great time. Um, <laughs> We may not work out much, but I guarantee you're going to have an awesome time. Um, (laughs) That would be awesome. So, and that's the thing with the fitness industry that is trial and error. And sometimes I feel bad because there are some people that have had really, really bad experiences before in the Mm -hmm. past with training, which then turns them off to even giving anybody else a shot. Right. And I always say like, you know, you might go to a dentist and give and have a bad experience, but you're probably going to go find a different dentist. You're not just going to stay away from dental altogether because you know you yeah. need it and it's important to you. So I always challenge people with that with like fitness. It's just because you've had a bad experience somewhere else doesn't mean that that's how everybody is. And um, and be willing to you know give somebody else a shot and, and try it out because yeah, there are different standards across different organizations and standards amongst different people, right? Um, yeah. Some people are very motivated as an individual trainer to seek out knowledge and get better every single day. Um, and then there are some trainers who just like to push the coast button. Once I got that certification, I'm just going to coast because they'll come to me. And, um, and that's just definitely not the approach that orangey takes is that we're always striving for continuing education. We're always striving to make our trainers the best possible and and make them, you know, highly regarded in the area. is, is the best personal trainings. And I remember, um, you know, Fabi always points out that Kelly won the 2020 Wanakey best trainer of the year award and how <laughs> I should get the plaque on the wall that says I am the husband of the best trainer of Wanaki. <laughs> so, all right guys, so here's what we do. We'll finish up with we're one last team. question. We'll have you guys, um, uh, answer this individually. So I like this question. What would you tell somebody who's sitting on the fence about whether or not they should join orange shoe? What would be your like sales pitch to them of like, what would you tell somebody who's just, yeah, like they're listening to this and they're like, ah, do I go, do I give them a shot? Or I've seen them on Facebook. I drive by every day, um, but they haven't pulled the, pulled the trigger yet. What would you say to them?
1: Go in and get a consult and meet the trainers. I like That it. would be the first thing. And, it, and then once you meet the trainers, once you meet Tom and Kelly, or if it's a different location, go in and meet the trainers and, you know, do a week. Of workouts and see what mm-hmm. you think. Mm-hmm. Just try it. You know, like a week is, you know, it's just a week.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd say the same thing.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: trying to think of something more, something more <laughs> greater to say here, uh, but
3: more yeah, profound like,
2: and yeah. Uh, no, try it. Try it. I'd say just try it out. Like it's not. You don't have. It's not a big
0: investment to try something out. Mm-hmm. I always say, what's the worst that could happen, right? You know, the worst thing that could happen is you don't like it and then you just don't come back, right? It's, you know, I say, you just give it, give it a shot. And so I really appreciate that. And I, I think yeah. that's- You never easy. know until
1: you try something. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think that's great. It's just go and give it a shot. And so, yeah, thank you guys. Um. Well, is there anything else that you guys would like to, uh, any plugs or anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Robinhood.com. Come to our- <laughs>
2: Come to our new gym, the Fabio and Katie, (laughs) fun time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's awesome.
2: Reisha, had something cool to plug.
1: No, thank you so much. We we love working with you guys and you've always, you know, like, again, it's a whole, our whole family loves, loves you guys. Mm -hmm. So um, you're always, you always, you make it work, whatever, whatever that is. And we appreciate that so much. And, and our bodies have reaped the benefits.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate you, your willingness to come on to the podcast. Um yeah. actually it was actually more so Fabio getting me to get him on the podcast. Um come on, Tom, what am I on the podcast? Let's go. Right. So yeah. So, so I they, appreciate- you can tell
2: him the story of how I became the client of the month. Yeah. To, <laughs> for a future episode.
3: A future and episode I will be yeah, well- the
0: only repeat guest on the podcast history. We should do like a once a month Fabio is on the, on the podcast and we just, (laughs) what's new with Fabio, that'd be a great segment, but no, we, um, just wanted to say thank you for your willingness to come on and just share your, your story your experiences. And, um, yeah, you guys have been tremendous clients. Kelly and I are so lucky to have just a gym full of so many, just genuinely awesome people. Um, and that was one of our goals was to make sure that the gym was full with, of just full of awesome people that, um, and created that community and that vibe. And so we want everyone to get to know each other. We want you to know the clients that you work out next to. And, and you guys are just a great foster of that. And your energy is always great. And um, so we are just so lucky to have um, you guys part of the community. And so glad to just be able to have this uh, podcast to be able to, you know, highlight you guys. And as a, as a a way of saying thanks too, is just, you know, you guys have been rock stars and um, we just couldn't, uh, we couldn't be happier with um, you know, just, everything that you guys have brought into the gym with just your personalities and your energy and then John and Ben and, but also just the results you guys have seen. And then your guys's willingness to just trust us and commit to the process. And, um, so it's just been, been fantastic. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, coming next week, guys, thoughts from Fabio. (laughs) As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.